0: Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam and I'd like to welcome you to another eye clarity podcast as part of our summit series. I'm featuring today. One of my colleagues I've known him a long time his name is Dr. Glenn Swartout, and he's got a lot in his bio. He does some really interesting things. He was a top student doctor at his school where he discovered he had glaucoma. I didn't even know that and starting at a young age, he learned that He would most likely be blind by the age of 50. This is what happens with glaucoma. And he was uh, treated by conventional medicine and surgery, which is what usually happens is with glaucoma. And he is a real pioneer because he was able to discover in himself that he had mercury poisoning and he wouldn't survive past his 30s. So through intensive study of natural medicine, He now has exceeded his expiration date by over 25 years. He looks really healthy and vibrant. He helps doctors and patients improve their health with a system called accelerated self-healing and it saved his life and his vision. So Dr. Glenn, let's bring you on the program. I know we haven't talked for a while. How are you doing? How are you?
1: Great, enjoying being in Hawaii and uh working with a lot of folks, on mostly on the mainland and around the world, and mm-hmm. we've mm-hmm. gone 100% remote with our our uh, practice, our, our consulting, mm-hmm. uh, which was easy because right. we were 85% remote before COVID hit, so we said, okay, we're going to exactly. just uh, hide hide in the, the wizard's lair here and <laughs> do what we do mm-hmm. best.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I've got a couple of questions for you. Um, I want to start off with uh, your system, which you call accelerated self-healing. What is that?
1: Well, it starts with the acknowledgement that, that all healing is self-healing. The Band-Aid doesn't heal the cut. The aspirin doesn't actually heal a headache. It suppresses the symptom. It decreases the inflammation. But you know what produces inflammation is the immune system. So our immune system is the real cure for, for most ales that uh, we run into. It detoxifies the body, it cleans out uh, toxic tissue so we can regenerate and make new cells. Uh, so accelerated self-healing acknowledges that the body's always trying, doing its best to heal. And you know, there's a literally a, a thousand, a million things that we could try to heal in any one moment, but we can't, just like the mind, can't multitask and do everything all at once, you get nothing done. Uh, so the body, I find when we test energetically with biocommunication, we actually ask, ask the body, what is it doing? We unravel the things that it's trying to heal and we find that it might be up to five or six. The rare case, there was a man who was, uh, had about 21 different things his body was trying to do but he was dying. His uh, acupuncturist referred him because he couldn't get his pulses to come up. He was elderly. Uh, all of his siblings had gone blind with glaucoma uh, so he was at risk for that as well. And uh, it, it took a lot of stuff. He needed a lot of material substances, a lot of nutrients and herbs, especially nutrients in his case to, uh, within the first month though, we got the pulses to come up and you know turn the corner. Uh, the sad end to that story is after uh, maybe about a year working with him, he was doing great. Uh, his, uh, his family doctor and his family talked him into a, a medical treatment that was supposed to improve memory and the protocol for that treatment was you go off everything else and only take this one drug, no supplements, no herbs, nothing. And uh, in the course of doing that treatment, he actually, his glaucoma hit him. He went blind during that. Uh, so it's so very sad. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the body is always doing its best to heal. It's often stuck needing something. It could be a material substance, like a nutrient. Uh, a, a, a botanical factor that's missing from our, our diet. You know, we've lost 90% of the of the food uh, plant varieties, the heirloom varieties that we used to have available, and the, the hybrids that we eat now mostly are devoid of over 90% of, of the botanical compounds that they used to make. Uh, so we're 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 missing a lot that we need. Our bodies are adapted to the natural environment. You know, you think about our genetics our inheritance. And it's only in the last few generations that, that we've uh, had this loss of, I call it nature deficiency. where We're separate from nature. Our ancestors, you know, four or five generations ago, they were pretty much all farmers. They ate from their own fields and gardens. The food was fresh. Uh, they used manure on the crops. So they were, they were replenishing magnesium and other minerals into the soil. Our soils are, are depleted. Our foods, even if they look Beautiful, uh, you know, a, a full size, beautiful carrot or tomato. This, because the soils are depleted in nutrients, the, the, the crops are also depleted. But in commerce, we pay by the pound, not by the nutritional content for foods. So when we test the body, we find that I call it functional response testing. There's many ways to do that but we're looking at not just measuring the material substance of what's in the body, like taking a sample of blood or urine or hair tissue and seeing what are the mineral contents and vitamins and other, other compounds, but how does the body respond, like we do in vision testing, how does the body respond to a stimulus? Like let's say in, in, with light, light and color therapy, uh, <clears throat> which is I think how we originally met each other. Uh, when I started my practice back in New York in the, in the 80s, I, I, when I studied syntonic optometry, I said, this is fascinating. I wonder, you know, what will happen with uh, some of my eye disease patients. And so I would do a little probe, a test and and say, if I think uh, that that a yellow green uh, color of light might have a beneficial effect, I'd have them sit there for maybe five minutes, just do a little bit of a probe and then retest something like visual acuity. And I was amazed to see the body responds very quickly to to energy, to quantum energy. It can respond very quickly to uh, chemical substances, nutrients, botanicals as well. And if you measure on an energetic level, which you can do with muscle testing, various types. I use the Omura O-ring type of test. Very easy and quick. And I can do that all day long without fatigue. Uh, and that's how I test remote clients. I'll think of them, act as a surrogate for them. Surrogate testing comes originally from testing mothers and infants and observing that Mm -hmm. when uh, the work I do originally comes from electrodermal testing, electroacupuncture, measuring Mm -hmm. the meridians. And they'd find Mm -hmm. that that if you're measuring the mom and the baby's asleep across the room in a carrier, you're measuring the mother and, and the energy patterns in the meridians gives you a picture of what's happening in her body. But as soon as the baby wakes up and is in her lap, either just sitting there or breastfeeding, you're measuring on the mother, but she's showing a completely different pattern that corresponds to the baby's healing process. So we're empathic by nature. You know, mothers are particularly, you know, they have to be empathic with their children. They know when there's something wrong, even if they're not present, you know, in, in view. It's like, uh, I got to check in on my baby. Uh, so we use that, that as a medical empath for all these years. I'm able to tune in and, and use my body as the surrogate, as the as the meter, to see what's going on for that person at a distance. And so we see that that the presence of the healing substance, the healing energy, like quantum energies like light, or the healing information, uh, in the field, in the biofield, the bioenergetic bioinformation field of the person, which we're connected to at a distance through remote healing, remote intention, uh, that there's an instantaneous cascading effect of the body going into a different mode of of healing where the body goes into what I call a state of coherence, where when we measure the meridians, they're all aligned with each other, just like after an acupuncture treatment, which is how the the original electrodermal testing uh, was developed back in Germany in the 1950s. So it's been a real fascinating uh, ride for me, not only being able to heal myself and keep myself alive and from going blind, but then being able to help uh, people mm-hmm. with really challenging health issues to unravel those over time.
0: So we're we're here with Dr. Glenn Swardhout. He is going to be speaking. He's also spo- a was, was sponsor at my upcoming Whole Health Summit this coming weekend. Such a pleasure to talk to you again. Um, and, you know, you and I actually share quite a bit about the field, the biofield. I've done a lot of research in my world with it. And of course we can work remote and your clients can be at a distance. It's kind of obvious, right, to us of of what's possible. So, you know, I think my audience would be interested to hear about your theory on how vision works.
1: Well, you know, the, the current conventional theory is that the sky is inside the skull. They say it's a term that, you know, mm-hmm. phrase that they use, which means the visual cortex of course is inside the skull and that's associated with, with vision. It's where there's activity going on that maps out what we're seeing in the visual field, but it's in here, right? And yet we see it, we know, anybody knows, a child knows, they see it out there. Uh, you know, if children are asked, how does vision work? They, you know, they know that, that mm-hmm. vision is projected out the the Greeks Hmm. the Greek philosophers described the 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 ray of vision from the eye to the object of regard. We know as visual scientists that that's happening. Yet, from a conventional science perspective, we haven't had a model to understand the physics, the the actual physics of how can that happen. So I've put together what works for me as an explanation. It's been very fascinating to, you know, then come up with questions. Well, if that's true then this must be true. And then to research that and say, oh yeah, that's so it's very explanatory right. and predictive. Uh, there's it, When we look in vision science, you'll remember that many people in the audience won't know what the heck I'm talking about, but the cyclopean eye is our technical mm-hmm. term for the right. spot in the body field. It's not, a, it's not an anatomical association, but it's mm-hmm. between the two eyes, usually closer to the more dominant eye and usually a little bit behind the eyes, there's this spot in our body, in our, our conscious body, from where our vision is projected. It's the mathematical center of that projection. And so what, what the heck is that? Because that'll when we do vision therapy and we change a person from being uh, mostly one eye to working with two eyes, that spot will move toward the center of the physical body. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I model that as a, uh, an anatomical structure of the spirit body, which is the conscious body, mm-hmm. the, the immortal body. And I believe, based on my study of modern alchemy, uh, what I learned from the alchemists, I thought I knew a lot about minerals, and then I learned, oh, I, I, I didn't know about what's being called M-state minerals, or ormis or uh, mm-hmm. monatomic minerals. Uh, white powder gold, there's so many different terms, and, and different terms in every culture in, in ancient times as well, but about the, the the highest level of alchemy, they call the philosopher's stone, which when the alchemist is producing this out of gold, let's say, is one of the about 12 minerals that, that are in this state, in, in the spirit body, is the carrier of consciousness, and it's a it's a, a co-creation between the alchemist and the intention of the alchemist and the material substance to put it in this spiritual state. And it's a spiritual state that uh, that has all the properties of the quantum world. Uh, if we look at, at conventional physics, we actually can see we've gotten to a point where we have the science to understand it. The 2001 Nobel Prize was given for the research on uh, on a new state of matter that Bose and Einstein physicists proposed called the Bose-Einstein condensate. And so that's my model of understanding. And it may be slightly different than that is, but it's certainly related. It's a condensate-like state of, of uh, mineral material that uh, of the, the transition minerals, which in the normal state of matter, they're, min- they're metals like copper, gold, silver, rhodium, iridium. There was one study, for example, the, the guy who got the patents on these back in the 1990s, uh, they did one study on a sample of brain tissue from a pig brain and they found that it was 5% dry weight rhodium and iridium, but in this altered state that's hard, that you can't measure in a regular laboratory. They had to, they had to find a Russian patent on special equipment in a different atmosphere, not in normal carbon, ni- oxygen, nitrogen atmosphere, uh, and, and then burn the minerals for several minutes where normally you test them for 15 seconds and everything shows up. So it's uh, it's a state of matter that's that's not ordinary matter. It's immaterial, it's quantum in nature. In other words, it can be in the same place as, physical material substance at the same time, just as we know the spirit body is, is in our, our body when we're having a, what I call an in-body experience. I've had out-of-body experiences in my life, and, and you know uh, we know from other people's experiences, oftentimes they'll have full vision, 360 degrees in all directions, like a full sphere of vision, not limited by the Field of view of the of the human eye that has an iris that we've got to you know see out of, uh, and, and they'll usually be seeing their body on the gurney in a hospital because it's usually with cardiac arrest. They'll see that body and not even identify it as themselves until later and realize, oh, that must be my body. But who we are is not the body, but we're spiritual beings having a spiritual experience in the physical body and that's how the spirit develops because we have these bio body suits some people call them in order to be able to to change and grow and learn to make mistakes and learn from our mistakes hopefully learn from other people's mistakes as well
0: i love it yeah well you know uh it is such a an expanded definition of what vision is but it is amazing, uh, you know, when people develop their their spiritual awareness, uh, how much their vision really expands and, uh, you know, just the idea of the 360 degree view or being out of body looking in, um, you know, you're talking about a real evolution and, um, you know, we are spiritual beings in a physical body And uh, it's proven over and over and over again. So I'm here with Dr. Glenn Swartout, loving this. Um, He's one of our featured speakers and sponsors at this uh, weekend's Whole Health Summit. So we're coming down to the end of our time together. I was wondering if you could speak briefly about what you mean concerning biological terrain.
1: Yeah, the, this was actually the science that saved my life. When I learned that I was toxic with mercury, uh, there's a, a system out of starting out of France, now France and Germany, uh, called BEV, Bioelectronics of Vincent, where they measure the biophysical terrain of the body. They take samples of urine, saliva, and blood, and it's the venous blood because the arterial blood is under a lot of pressure. You don't want to take a sample of that. Be too messy uh, so they measure key the key factors that uh, according in physics according to the nernst equation define energy in a f- fluid medium and those i boil down to uh, I, I studying it understanding it i'm not going to go into the equation <laughs> you'll, you'll thank me but it's a measurement of three things that make up that energy one is protons, which we know as pH, acid-alkaline balance. Mm-hmm. Acid is a lot of protons. It's one form of energy. It's a positive charge. The proton is the, the nucleus of a hydrogen atom. And it can carry electricity because it carries charge. Then we have electrons, which are negative charge. Again, we know they, those can carry electricity. And then the, other, the third thing is light. Why light? Because light is the fundamental unit of energy, the quantum. And when light is absorbed by a compound, a substance, it energizes the electrons and can actually ionize the substance. So now you have free electrons that again can carry energy and the substance left behind sure. will have a positive charge. So, so just so fascinating that, that maps out the terrains of health and disease, where we can go from balance to where we have in the venous blood, too many electrons and protons too much energy but some of that energy is energy we don't want it's toxicity it's where we have Uh allergy and toxicity symptoms Uh and i call that terrain cleansing terrain so Uh i've 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 reworked their system their understanding from the medical perspective to a self-healing perspective of phase Uh one energizing the cells phase two, rejuvenating the cells, phase three, regenerating, where you can make new cells to replace older dead ones, Uh phase four, the cleansing terrain, where we're getting the toxicity out. And we have lots of symptoms, but that doesn't mean it's it's the lowest level of health. It might be the highest level of symptomology. You know, when we're in a chronic degenerative state, oftentimes there's 10, 20 years of no symptoms. Most people who Uh come to me surprised that they have Uh, to learn that they have cancer and looking for natural therapies to support their healing. They say, I can't believe it because I was the healthiest person I know for 20 years, I never even had a fever. And that's where we have to re-educate and say, that meant that you didn't have enough energy in your immune system to mount a fever, a cleansing response, a, a, a cold, a flu once or twice a year, that's actually preventive because you're not just then fighting the virus that's triggering it, you're actually having a general cleansing effect in that whole tissue. So if it's a a stomach flu, you're cleaning the whole stomach, not just throwing the virus out.
0: Yeah, people get uh, misinterpreted or they're not understanding what is going on. And I think you are reframing it in a really great way as a way to um, exercise our immune system and do a cleanse, do a detox. And yeah. so, well, listen, I am so excited to have you give a presentation this weekend. How can people get in touch with you?
1: Uh, well, uh, let's see. I've got a website, glennswordout.com. And uh, okay. so, and the, e- the email with that is glenn.swordout dot, Glenn dot at Glenswordout.com So that's, yep. that's one way. Uh, put the spelling uh, probably below the, the, uh, the replay,
0: we will put it in the notes, yeah. we will put it in the notes so that people will get your spelling. And also you have a toll free line, uh, where, yeah, which is 888-417-8118. So right. you can always yeah. call and leave a message. Yeah. And, and we'll, get back um, to you. we'll get back to you. I and mean, yeah, I you know you have it, a very busy practice. If Go you ahead. Could
1: leave, leave your email address. That'd be ideal. We can mm-hmm. you know, start the conversation that way.
0: Uh, Great. Yeah, I highly recommend, folks, I highly recommend working working with Dr. Swartout. He is an amazing healer and he has studied so many things. He's blended science and spirituality in a way like nobody has. And um, I want to thank you so much for being part of the program today. I look forward to seeing you this weekend. Thanks, uh, Thanks for taking the time today.
1: Thank you. It's going to be fun. Come join us.